0: This is A Course in Business Miracles, episode 40, the top 12 HSE shadows. Listen in to learn about the top 12 HSE shadows, the ways they impact your business growth and how to manage them in the day-to-day of your business. What it means to be a highly sensitive entrepreneur So first of all, you all have taken the highly sensitive entrepreneur quiz on the businessmiracles.com website. Probably not news valuable to just you know reemphasize anyway that the research on highly sensitives was really developed by Dr. Elaine Aaron. Her primary work just really starting and taking place in the 1990s. And through her work as a um, psychotherapist and as a researcher, Dr. Elaine Aaron really became clear that there are 20% of us in the global population who are born <coughs> highly sensitive. And the important part of that is that we are born highly sensitive. It's not something that your parents did to you. It's not something you picked up on the playground. It's not something that your college roommate gave you while you were sleeping. (laughs) It's literally just how you were brought into the world. You are coded differently. And by coded, that means primarily your nervous system. So your nervous system is literally set up differently than someone who is not highly sensitive. And the way that that shows up is that we tend to be stimulated more easily and more often than not overstimulated. So something that would be slightly stimulating to someone who's not highly sensitive is often extremely stimulating has a great impact on those of us who are highly sensitive. So again 20% of us are highly sensitive which means there's 80% of people who are not. And Most of the world, therefore, is designed for the other 80%. And that includes the education system that most of us went through. And I say most of us because it really doesn't matter if you're in the US or Europe or another country unless you were, you know, possibly homeschooled by someone who understood sensitivity or if you grew up in the forest with the fairies and went to school with a big oak tree. Um, One, the rest of us are all jealous and, and two, then you probably, you know, just had more of an advantage than those of us who just went to plain old primary school, right? So since the rest of the world is not designed for highly sensitive, most of us learn somewhere along the line, whether it was consciously or not, that we are different. And especially outside of this room, When we are more on our own in the day-to-day of our lives, it's um, hard to find people who are like us and to understand us and to operate like us. And so we have developed ways of being in the world in order to be able to survive in the world. And the key is, is that, As an HSE, my intention, my wish for you, is that we are more than surviving. But we are actually able to be in our business and be in our lives in a way that's thriving. But again, most of us were not taught that. So as a result, our highly sensitive abilities, our highly sensitive traits have in many ways worked against us. And again, since most of us grew up feeling like we were different, we also grew up feeling like there was something wrong with us. And we grew up not only feeling like there was something wrong with us, but we grew up as a result of believing that there was something wrong with us, viewing our highly sensitive traits as difficulties. Something to just be managed, to be hidden, to be ignored, to be avoided, to be ashamed of, to be embarrassed about. And so we missed the opportunity in our earlier years to really be honing those sensitivities as the strengths and as the gifts that they actually are. And as a result of that, we developed what I have come to refer to as HSE shadows. And it's HSE shadows are when our highly sensitive abilities are working against us, or another way of saying that is we're not working with them, right? And that's really more of the accurate way of saying it because it's all within our power of how we want to be. Another piece about Dr. Elaine Aaron's research is that um, she so beautifully looking at the highly sensitive traits as the gifts that they are, also became very clear that those of us who are highly sensitive are here to be what she refers to as royal advisors. The way that she writes and speaks about it is that those of us who are highly sensitive, we've been brought here to this planet to be those people that help bring balance to the other 80%. We have a different perspective. We have a different set of skills that helps to, um, again, balance. I really think is the best word to balance out which the other 80, 80%, which she refers to as the warrior kings and queens. And she uses the reference of sort of like the president of the United States. And for those of you who aren't from this country, just stretch with me a little bit. But like the president of the United States, she'll, she will sort of views as like the warrior king. And then Congress is like the royal advisors. Or at least in an ideal Congress. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a whole <laughs> another workshop. So the other thing that Dr. Elaine Aaron says, and, and definitely something that I learned from her in my direct work with her, is that as highly sensitives, whether we're entrepreneurs or not, our shared purpose, meaning our shared journey, is one of liberation. That is like the life lesson that we are here to learn. And it can be seen that she's speaking about like liberation or freedom from the other 80% and the design of the world that way. But really what she's talking about is liberation from yourself. and freedom from the ways that you box yourself in and cut yourself off from others and including yourself when you're just trying to survive in the world. So for those of us who have chosen the path of entrepreneurialism, so we're not just HSPs, highly sensitive persons, but we're HSEs, highly sensitive entrepreneurs, the path that we have all chosen to achieve that freedom is the path of being an entrepreneur. So our business is our portal for the growth and expansion and evolution meaning your business is like your primary tool of learning. And there's all different kinds of portals, right? That even those people in the world who are not highly sensitive have, quote-unquote, chosen, because, again, it's usually an unconscious choice, have chosen in order to be able to learn. You can have many portals, but really there's prominent, there's a prominent dominant one portal, Right? And again, if you've chosen entrepreneurialism, it is, it is your primary portal because it impacts everything else in your life. But more importantly, it impacts everything in a way, excuse my language, it brings up all of your shit. Okay? And that's what your business is gonna do. That's what the portal does. Okay? It's, it's what brings it up the most directly, meaning you can't really avoid it. And so that's why, as HSEs, the business is our portal, because it is our direct path for learning. You can't be an entrepreneur and not face your stuff. It is going to be there, and especially as a person who's highly sensitive. (coughs) So again, the liberation isn't from the rest of the world. It isn't from the 80%. It's literally from ourselves and the self-imposed prison that we have been brought here to uh, be able to, again, experience that freedom from. So there's good news and bad news to that. So the good news is that this isn't something that anyone else is doing to you. (coughs) The bad news is is that this isn't something that anyone else (laughs) is doing to you. Because sometimes we can really just be our own worst enemy. But again, as I mentioned earlier this morning, that's what we're here to look at today. And particularly the shadows that we've all acquired in some shape or form. And then the shame that gets triggered when we're experiencing those shadows and then the resistance that that kicks us into and how that just shuts everything down. And then we wonder, why can't I get this business thing to work? And when we're still operating in our shadows at that point, then we usually find someone else to blame. This is the way I've my whole life. Nothing is set up for me. I can't do it because... This Business Miracles program isn't what it said it would be. Heather doesn't know what she's talking about or any other shape or form of blame. But the truth is, is that the answer right here. And like I said, good news and not so good news, right? The good news is that we can actually do something about it. The not so good news is that this is what got us here in the first place. So HSE shadows, i are going to take a closer look at those. So one, I want to just go through what the top 12 HSE shadow energies are. And I say top 12 because there's definitely others as well. But I'm going to go through these and I'd like you to just write them down. One, so that you can refer back to them in a little bit. But two, also so that you can just have that kinesthetic experience of just really connecting in with these shadows in this moment. Okay, so the top 12 shadows are, the first is perfectionism. Needing things to be perfect before they can be done. The second shadow is procrastination. Which procrastination can be related to perfectionism? But it doesn't have to be. So procrastination is really just that act of avoiding. And sometimes we know that we're doing it, and often we don't. It can be really sort of sneaky and sly. But it's just where we put off the most important things that we need to be doing in order to be generating more money in our business. And as a result, serving more people. The third is overwhelm, which is often accompanied by overwork. So those two go together. And overwork doesn't just mean externally overworking, although it shows up for those of us who are pushers, which I'll talk more about the HSE coping mechanisms down the road. But it can also be overwork of, like, the internal right? Just the internal processing and spinning that just throws us into overwhelm. The fourth is overprotection. And overprotection is a lot of what I was talking about earlier, like all the ways that we have set up for ourselves to keep us not just from being overwhelmed, but as Dr. Elaine Aaron would say, to keep us from even the possibility of possibly getting overwhelmed and <laughs> all the ways that we'll protect ourselves. And that could be something that's more emotional and interrelational in terms of relationships. It can be an environment. It can show up in all kinds of ways. Right, but we're a we're lot, I'll definitely tell you, a lot of thought and energy is going into the overprotection. The fifth is analysis paralysis. So it's where that overthinking just pushes us even beyond procrastination to the point where we're actually paralyzed. We just can't take action. Nothing is happening. Six is shame. So that is just really, um, let's say it this way, like being very familiar and even really good friends with shame. Meaning that it's an emotional state that you experience the majority of the time. (coughs) And often in ways that, you know, I'm gonna just use the word appropriate, not in a judgmental way, but aren't appropriate. Meaning if you actually kill someone, that's probably a valuable place to be feeling shame, right? Missing a comma in the newsletter that you sent out? Not so much. (laughs) Right? Okay. Seven is people-pleasing. And that's where you do not have a connection with yourself, and it's a misuse of your ability to be empathic, And you're taking on other people's energy. You're reading other people's energy as well as physical signals. And you're using that unspoken language to go out of your way to be the person or do the thing that you you know will make the other person happy. And people-pleasing is accompanied by a sacrifice of self. Next is self-critical. And self-critical is taking place where you're hearing the voice in your head. The voice in your head that's telling you that you didn't do a good job. The voice in your head that said, I can't believe you just did that. I can't believe you just said that. Why did you think that that was okay to do? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? What if other people find out about this? You're such a loser. You should know better. Just get it together. Self-critical. The next is judgmental of self. And that's different than self-critical. So again, self-critical is what's happening and the voice that you're hearing inside your head. Judgment of self is a bit more from the outside, right? Where you're like you're looking at yourself and you're judging yourself not necessarily of something that was even done but even something that you might just be about to do, right? Where you're just judging yourself like, you know, again, you know, that isn't done well enough, it's not done right. Judgment of self, a great one that helps distinguish between judgment of self and self-critical is maybe you walk by the mirror and you judge yourself like, you know, like, oh gosh, like, you know, that's a terrible outfit. And the self-critical is you complete free. What were you even thinking of putting those colors together? Don't you know everyone is totally going to laugh at you? So the judgment and then the criticism. But sometimes the criticism and the judgment just happen simultaneously. The next is judgmental of others. And this is the one that's always really valuable to just take an honest look at. Because for those of us who are highly sensitive and we tend to be more you know, spiritual by nature and compassionate, especially because we have been you know, the odd one out. And so we think, like, I'm not really judgmental of others until I see someone eating McDonald's. <laughs> or doing anything that doesn't really register with my own value system? How is it that those people could be sitting on the beach, eating McDonald's, drinking beer, and listening to hard rock at like a 14 decibel? And like punching each other for fun. What's wrong with these people? or other ways that it can just sneak its way in. The next is digestive or just overall health issues. And really what that's a result of is all of the internalization that we're doing of the shadows, right? And the way that that's wreaking havoc on our systems. And yes, there's the physical aspect that our systems, in in addition to our nervous system, but our physical system, tends to be more sensitive than, than someone who's not. And yet, there is an emotional component that's making it difficult for us to literally digest the world, or to digest a happening, right, or an experience, we can often use health issues as a form of overprotection. Oh, I can't do that because they're not going to have the food that I need. I can't do that because I'm sick. I can't do that because I don't feel well. I can't do that because I can't be in that environment. And we should have one more left, right, for 12? Okay. The 12th is overresponsibility. And over-responsibility is when you basically feel responsible for everything, right? So you feel responsible for other people's experiences. You feel responsible for other people's feelings. You feel responsible for what does or does not happen for other people. And you feel responsible for, you know... You just go on and on. You feel responsible for things that are happening in your business. You feel responsible for somebody who unsubscribes from your newsletter. You feel responsible for uh, people in your neighborhood who are having difficulty. You feel responsible for people who uh, you know have violent tendencies. You feel responsible for the world. And that's a lot of weight to carry, right? Deep breath in and let it out. So these are, again, when our highly sensitive abilities are in their shadow side, when they're working against us. And most of us, again, grew up in some way thinking that this was the only experience of our highly sensitive abilities. We'll be talking about how that's not the case But first, we really do want to be looking at these shadows because going into the shadow state is like the first step, like I said, of what takes us out from being able to create the next level in our business. Whatever that level might be for you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if if the next level is just that first new client. It doesn't matter if the level is reaching that 2 million mark. Energetically, it's all the same. So take a minute and just review that list. Just give it an energetic scan. And literally from where you are in your business and life now, so not when you were 12, but just where you are in your business and life now, what are the top three shadows for you? What are the top three that tend to show up the most? Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Course in Business Miracles. If you're ready to learn how to use your highly sensitive abilities to support you in being purposeful, profitable, and empowered rather than scattered, poor, and undervalued, take my free self-quiz to find out if you are indeed a highly sensitive entrepreneur. And if you are, along with your quiz results, you'll receive my free HSE success guide, which will teach you how to have your highly sensitive abilities working for you to create the results you desire in your business. Take the quiz and receive your free success guide now at www.hsequiz.com.